Major General Karen welcome to Radio Canada International, and thank you very much for taking my call. Good afternoon, Mr. Sevens. Uh, now, tell me about the moment you found out that you were uh, appointed to lead the NATO training mission in Iraq. Well, uh, what was it like? Uh, to me, it was um, it was a very good news. Um, for me, it's it's a great honor and a privilege uh, to be able uh, to go out and, and do this. That's that's why we we joined the military. It's it's to do this kind of mission. It's to do this kind of uh, tasks. Uh, so it's, I'll be glad also to follow uh, in the footsteps of uh, Major General Fortin, who is currently over there and, and doing a tremendous job. Now, did you think to yourself, oh, um, making uh, Canadian and certainly NATO military uh, history here, being the first woman to serve in such a position? I, uh, frankly, I, I never had uh, such a... Uh, a dream or never had the, the idea that one day I would be uh, doing this uh, this type of um, of mission so I've basically done things one day at a time um, going after one challenge at a time uh, making sure that I, I did the best I can and uh, no of course it's um, again it's, it's a tremendous privilege to be able to to do this now, tell me about your path to this point. Uh, you enlisted in the Canadian military in 1986, if I uh, remember correctly? Yes, that's correct. So this was before the time women were allowed into the combat arms trades. Um, what was it that uh, attracted you to the military service? In my case, I was uh, simply looking for uh, a challenge. I was uh, I was a bit bored uh, in in college, and I was looking for uh, something difficult to do. And the uh, at that time, the military college was a very um, was very appealing to me. So, the the, the program involved a uh, a robust uh, uh, engineer. Uh, academic program uh, with uh, leadership training as well as uh, sports and bilingualism. So uh, to me that that was uh, very uh, attractive in terms of program. So I I basically gave it a shot, not knowing uh, what a military career entailed and uh, took it uh, one thing at a time after that. I mean, you you describe this as a, as a simple thing, but uh, anybody who has ever done any kind of uh, military training or has been around the militaries knows how physically demanding uh, this could be. Um, what did you do to prepare for, uh, yourself for this? Mm-hmm. I think it all has to do with uh, training and, and preparation. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, a military career is a journey. We don't get it right in the in the first year. It takes uh, many years and uh, a lot of uh, different experiences and and uh, different of situation to develop a a, uh, a military member. Uh, so, a, of course, uh, through a a 25, 30, 35 year career. We, uh, we are put through many different situations. We are constantly taken out of our comfort zone 
Uh, we are often confronted with uh, with chaos and uncertainty and sometimes very difficult situation. And we are constantly preparing and training for that. So I think uh, our training and preparation gives us a um, a a good start when we have to face uncertain situation. And I think that's that's what I like a lot about. Uh, about this this career how difficult was it um, to get accepted by your male colleagues at a time when there were very few women in uh, the military um, and especially even fewer in combat arms like uh, combat engineering mm. I'm um, I, I just like uh, I like to be a member of a team I like to contribute and I like to uh, to participate. Uh, I like to be to have my hands uh, my hands in 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 the pie and I and I like to uh, to contribute and do stuff. So uh yes the the uh, the male female thing plays at the beginning but um, once the team gets to know each other, uh, once we learn to know each other, we realize that uh, all of us have uh, strengths and weaknesses to work through, and uh, we bas- that's basically what makes the team uh, strong is how you exploit the, the strength of each, of each other within the same team. And after a while, um, the differences are kind of... Uh, they kind of go away, and on the contrary, I realize that we have a lot more in common uh, than we actually have uh, differences. And to me, um, it's not a competition. It's not who's better and who's uh, worse at doing things. Uh, we need uh, female and male warriors. We need female and male peacekeepers. We need male and female in, in everything we do, and I think we've the proof is in the pudding, basically. Um, we all know that uh, nations who have uh, male and female participation in, in all spheres of society uh, are more successful, are more stable, are more prosper. Um, so I, I guess that's, that's how I see this, uh, this thing. Now, you have under your belt some very dangerous missions, including... A mission in Afghanistan. Can you tell me about wh- what was your role in Afghanistan and uh, what did uh, uh, something that stayed with you from that mission? Mm. My role in Afghanistan was uh, I was commanding the uh, engineer regiment. Uh, the engineer regiment uh, was involved in. I had three basic uh, tasks over there: was to support the uh, the combat operations. Uh, what, the second one was to uh, assist in uh, the various uh, projects uh, that uh, our development agencies or Global Affairs Canada were developing for the Afghan population. And then finally, I was also involved in uh, training the Afghan National Army. So I had a very uh, diverse uh, role, and it, it was, to me, uh, a great opportunity to uh, to understand better the uh, the afghan context uh, discover a, a portion of afghanistan because let's face it uh, i operated out of kandahar which is different than the rest of afghanistan and if there's something that i retain from my uh, deployments um, was that uh, 
every deployment is different. Uh, every place is different. Every situation is different. Uh, we need to um, to do a lot of uh, preparation to understand uh, the situation and where we go and, and, and understand the complex appropriately. And we can't deploy somewhere uh, with the uh, impression that uh, we know everything about the place. So uh, that's what I've learned basically from, uh, from the my previous deployments is we can't take anything for granted. What year was this? Uh, so I was deployed in Afghanistan in uh, 2009 to 2010, so November 2009 to September 10. So the height of the Taliban insurgency in... Yes, it was a very dynamic situation. Hmm. The Afghanistan also saw uh, the first... Uh, Canadian female casualty uh, in combat arms, uh, Captain uh, Nicola Godard. I mean, you have a family. How did that affect uh, you, your family, what you told your children about um, why you're going there? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when we have uh, casualties, it's it's just as um, it's just as tragic, uh, whether it's male or female. Um, but in terms of preparation for for my family, um, first of all, my family knows that um, what I'm doing, I like. I like what I'm doing. This is something that I, you know, voluntarily do, and they understand that I'm not there. That I'm there not against my will. I don't know if I said that correctly, but I'm not there against my will. Is I'm, I, I hope I can. Uh, I hope I have this uh, right, but I'm there because I, I want to be there. That's that's what I mean. And um, my family also understands that I've uh, that I've prepared myself well to do this, and uh, they understand also that I have uh, the resources and the tools uh, available to me to uh, um, to have the best uh, situation as possible while I'm over there. So that's that's. Um, that's how we, we manage that with the family. Now, as I said in the beginning of this interview, you are going to take over the command of the uh, NATO training mission in Iraq. Uh, how long is that for? So this is a one-year uh, deployment. So I'm going to be deploying in uh, mid-November for a 12-month uh, uh, period. So that that allows us uh, as commanders to uh, establish uh, good relationships with uh, both uh, with both the uh, the Iraqis and as well as with uh, our NATO uh, partners. Hmm. I mean, Iraq might not be as conservative as Afghanistan was, but it's still a pretty conservative culture by by our standards. Uh, where women's rights um, are not as advanced as in Canada. How are you preparing yourself for that deployment where you will be, you know, um, plunging into a very patriarchal society? Mm. I, again, by doing a lot of, uh, a lot of studying um, to understand the, uh, uh, the culture and the history, so that's that's what I do. I, I, I try to have the best uh, possible understanding. 
I'm also going to go there uh, physically to go around the, the various areas and the major with and and in preparation for uh, before November. So I'm going to go there uh, to uh, uh, again to uh, to augment my understanding. Uh, but um, the military culture uh, helps a lot. The uniform uh, helps a lot when we deal with our military um, colleagues. So regardless of of, uh, of the culture, I found that um, when you come in as, as a military person, there's a, there's a bit of a an acclimatization at the beginning, uh, once you get to know each other, and then uh, you, you can go and, and, and do what you need to do over there. And it's, it's usually a very, um, very good experience. Hmm. Now, of course, you have, um, you know, I'm guessing you're hands full now preparing for this assignment, but I'm curious about how you relax what is it that you do on your spare time when you know uh when you need to unwind a bit mm. i like uh i like outdoors so i do a lot of uh, outdoors uh, camping uh, kayaking and hiking i uh, like to spend time in 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 family uh, i like uh, arts uh Music. Uh, I'm a I'm a flamenco uh, dancer, so I like to do that as well. But uh, that's uh, reading is another uh, uh, hobby that I uh, I like to do as well. So I uh, I get out there and and do other stuff that is uh, not related to the military, and I think that that helps to take a little bit of a break and and come with. Uh, with ideas when you when you are exposed to uh, subjects that are completely unrelated to the military. Hmm. What well, what is your family saying about your um, deployment in Iraq? You're going to be uh, I'm guessing away from them for a year. Yes. What uh, I think the the normal um, what I'm getting back is 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 pride. Uh, they're they're pride of what uh, mom is. They're proud of what mom is doing. Uh, they uh, they understand that I'm uh, I'm um, happy uh, in in what I do that I like what I do I enjoy my my job and uh, they're they're proud of what mom is doing. So, speaking about what you will be doing there, I know I know that uh, you are still in the kind of uh, uh, getting to know phase, but in general terms can you uh, explain in very briefly what the mission of the nato training mission in iraq is so the the um, the right name is nato mission iraq uh, so it's it's a it's a non combat mission it's composed of uh, military and civilian personnel uh, bringing together uh, expertise and uh, best practices in security defense sector reform, as well as, uh, you know, we're going to be doing some institution building, uh, as well as training and education. And that's, that's basically what, what this mission does. Um, and it's, it's founded on, on, uh, on partnership and uh, inclusivity uh, 
you know, it, within, uh, you know, in full respect of the Iraq, uh, Iraq's uh, Soviet sovereignty. So it's it's in support of uh, of what um, the Iraqis uh, are doing, developing their uh, their capacity, uh, developing a professional uh, a military force. That's that's what we were going to be uh, focusing on for on this mission. So, what is your personal goal from this mission? What is it that you have told yourself, Janine? This is what I want to do accomplish uh, in this one year for myself? I have not completely made up my mind because usually uh, the first question I have uh, when I take over from a previous commander is I ask them, uh, if, if you had stayed for another year, what would you have uh, uh, focused on? Because, of course, I aim at uh, pursuing in, in the... Uh, um, in the steps of what General Fortin has set up. This is, this is a very young mission. Uh, it's only about six months old or so. So it's, it's, it's a brand new mission. So I want to make sure that I, I, I establish a certain continuity. And once I will have been around the block and understand the context and uh, what's the starting point, uh, then I will basically launch in terms of, uh, okay, w this is what I'm going to be aiming for, for during the year I'm here. And I'm going to do the same thing for the next commander coming after me. Well, thank you very much. I uh, wish you all the best in your endeavors and uh, safe uh, trip and return to Canada. Thank you, Mr. Sevens.